Yo, yo, Purpose Addicts, this is Doc. Just wanted to put a disclaimer on the front end of this podcast. We were having a little bit of technical difficulties as we were recording. So like the first 20 minutes, you may hear a little bit of feedback and a little bit of clipping of the voice. Um, But we thought that this episode was so powerful that we didn't want to cut it. So if you can make it through the first 20 minutes, uh, push through, you're going to get a whole lot of gems. Big shout out to Richie and Sabrina who came through on this episode. They were a phenomenal guest and have so much information to share with you guys. All right. Live life on purpose. You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets and successful Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Shane, what's up, man? It's a good day. How you doing? I am doing amazing. A little tired, but amazing. You know what? I'm I'm glad to hear you say amazing because that's the first time you've used that word in like three months. You 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 good? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's good. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to be with uh, just appreciating life and 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 being positive with standing. So. Actually, me saying amazing is a way of me saying, yeah, things kind of suck. But guess what? My fingers and my toes are moving. And it's a beautiful day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a lot worse. It sure could. It sure could, man. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to see you get in that space, man. You know, energy is contagious, right? And I feed off of that. So when you come in and you say amazing, you know, my competitive spirit wants to find a word. You have to be amazinger. Amazinger. (laughs) I'm going with amazinger. <laughs> speaking speaking of which, I think is a perfect segue to introduce our guest today. They have done some amazing amazing earth things. Uh and <laughs> they they are some longtime friends, classmates that we go way back with as we were talking off air. Uh Shane, uh you and Sabrina go way back. So it's good to have you on the show. Uh, Today, we have a husband and wife dynamic entrepreneur duo. These two individuals have been successful in multiple business facets, and we asked them to come on the show today to talk about some of their business ventures, some of their interests, and how they've been able to be successful as a husband and wife team. That's not easy, as we know. So if you would, please give a big round of applause to us to answer. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? How you doing? Good, good. Awesome. Awesome, man. It's so good to have you have you both on the show. You know, Sabrina, when we were talking initially, you were a little hesitant. You said, ah, I'm a little shy. So yeah. I hope that I was able to kind of squash some of those fears, make it a little more comfortable. Yes, for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, talking to you guys is like talking to my homies, my my good friends. You guys know me, you know, my personality. Um, So it's just, you know, I'm not very always out there. And um, 
speaking to people. I'm more of a one-on-one -on -one kind of person, but with this kind of atmosphere, it feels good. But you know, but you know, that's not what I remember from back in the day, honestly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't remember you being. I'm a shot from a rocket. I know. I know. Everybody <laughs> says that, and he finds it funny. He's like, "You're such an extrovert, but you're such an introvert at the same yeah. time." Um, he's he finds it hilarious because I'll be I'm out there, and if, and if I'm out there, I'm like the life of the party. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, everybody?" Talking, chatting, but then I'm like really um, to myself when I'm like home or when I get into business and things like that. So it's really interesting. I have a funny dynamic within myself, I guess. Uh -huh. <laughs> or, when or when you're possibly around people that you don't know and don't and, and have to have that guard up. Yeah. I'm I'm very much I'm very much the same way and nobody understands it that like your intro I say I'm an introverted extrovert if that is even a thing. Even a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Richie, what about you? What's your personality like in comparison to Sabrina? I'm very business like to the point um no no extra talking just like and she she tells me that's not a good thing sometimes so i try and like sneak in a good morning before i get into business <laughs> but um, i'm very like to the point and um what are we doing to make money yeah, yeah really, i love that that's me i, I mean i'm on my laptop 24 7 doing like I, i'm doing classes on producing i'm doing classes on Amazon, um, you know, so it's it's just a learning and growing process every day. So when you say uh, when you say uh, uh, a class on producing, like you're creating independent classes for people to to purchase, or are you working with a, a school or something? Oh, oh no, I have a um, a tutor, a tutor, in that, that is teaching me how to build soca beats and reggae beats, and um, and so Tuesdays and Thursday nights I have classes with him from like eight to 10. Gotcha. Yeah, I think gotcha. We're always learning. And he, I mean, he's been a DJ for a very long time. Over he's 25 years. Over 25 so. years. Gotcha. He's gotcha. traveled the world. Um, and so it's just been, you know, a next part of our life. You know, he, we have promotion companies. So he's into promotion of, promoting events. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, my, no. wife, my wife is like that where she is, she's an introvert and she does not do the fluff. She is not about yeah. the extra conversation, uh, really and truly. I mean, if she knows you, you know, family, close friends, yeah, she'll come out of a shell, but really and truly, she gives you very uh, pointed and concise responses. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's keep it moving. You know, don't be a groupie, <laughs> keep it moving. Good. <laughs> that way but you know you have to tone it back a little bit sometimes depending on who you're talking to too absolutely nothing wrong with being focused on business though i like it <laughs> shane let's do this let's go down what blew your mind lane tell us because i think you got a couple of them right yeah and they Talk all they all bleed together kind of sort of kind of sort of so the other so day the other I day was, uh, I, I was uh one of my co-workers um, she's a teacher. She came to me and she was like, Hey, I've been meaning to get with you. Like I've been wanting to talk to you about these stocks because I heard that you're really trading stocks. And I'm like, listen, I don't know nothing about it. Really. I just, you know, I just got into the Robin hood. Like a lot of us have here in this last year and I'm, I'm just moving and shaking it, whatever. So she said, well, yeah. Um, so-and-so uh, eighth grade student has was talking. I heard him over talking the other day and he said he had bought some stocks. 
So she said, where did you hear this from? And she said, well, I heard it from my brother and his coach, his basketball coach. So literally, I guess I have been so in tuned in this whole trading stocks that it's influencing everybody around me. So like now my basketball players are trading. Um, my, my basketball players are telling their little brothers, my assistant coaches are trading some of my coworkers and they're all coming to me like, like I'm the expert and I'm really not, you know, it's just, I'm just a guy that just looks at a lot of information. I process it and I follow the tea leaves. It's, it's just really that simple. But like this morning I was on Facebook and some guy posted a post. Oh, so now everybody's a trader. And, and I responded with, yeah, all you have to do is buy two and a half shares of AMC and you're an expert. And I just, I just threw it out there because I, I thought it was just such a jerk comment. I mean, but, but in that, in it that, also made it me also realize made... that um, anybody and everybody can do anything. And, and similar to what Richie's saying, but it's the ones that take the time to be an expert at it, take the classes, take the courses, network, constantly build on the skills are the ones that succeed. And it is like, you, you can tell me you finna do something, anything, but like, if you're not putting in that background work, that under the surface work, you know, um, you, you're not going to be successful. And as it ties back to the beginning, I think from that experience of hearing that I got an eighth grade kid trading stocks, he like, he was like, he said, coach, go get that Johnson and Johnson. Cause they're just about to get proof for the vaccine. I said, you get the Johnson and Johnson. Cause I already got it. I've realized that I find great purpose in helping others. And yeah. even if it's like, it's, it's not, it always doesn't have to be intentional. It's just kind of like just a state of being and really influencing and helping others. So all of that blew my mind this week. I'm sorry. No, that's I mean, success I'm, is helping others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They say that you can accomplish your dreams by first helping others. Yep. It's all yes. interconnected. Um, and saying that is so, so interesting that unintentionally, but unintentionally you've been able to influence your circle, but you know, that that's the whole purpose of, of what anybody should do is, how do you influence your circle? Circle, influence it, influence it positively, mm -hmm. right? Do you help people to make better decisions that improve their lives, mm -hmm. right? And then in turn, what are they doing to help influence you positively, mm -hmm. right? Because that's where those real, genuine connections are formed. Mm -hmm. like Adding value. Right. It's in both directions. We talked about, right? And and you know that it goes to that whole iron sharpens iron. And you know, as I was Sabrina, when we got off the phone uh earlier this week, I went straight to my wife and I was telling her, I was like, I just talked to a classmate that I haven't talked to in years. And she and her husband are doing this and they're doing that. And it's like it's so crazy that we have people in our circle who are doing some amazing things that we could easily just reach out to, you know, and, and just ask questions and share information, right. That, that ultimately inspires us to be, to be better, to be greater. That's yes. so dope. Yeah. When I got the phone with you, the first thing I did was went and looked up that, that, that guy that was yeah. I ordered it. I started it already. Um, what, in what? there, learn it. Um, the t-shirt guy. Yeah. 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 What did you think? I like him. I like him. I went to Facebook and stuff. I ordered the class. I'm in that first five hours. I'm almost done with that. And then uh, we'll go on to the other parts. But, you know, 
um, me and Richie, we definitely believe in education in this kind of sense, like growth, courses, understanding things. When I first get into something, I kind of, I kind of get all enveloped. Like while I'm showering, I'm listening to videos. While I'm, you know, while I'm anything I'm doing, I'm doing the laundry, I'm cooking. There's, I'm, I'm just like enveloped into it, like listening constantly. And then I kind of emerge out and kind of say, okay, these are my feelings about this and how can we make our path in it and do we want to make our path in this and things like that. So it's been such a crazy journey. Um, there's so many times where I just go into that shell and I come out and I'm like, Richie, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yep, yep, and he's yep, like, okay, yep. let's, let's go, you know? So it's been, um, that's one of the main things that help us be successful is just to constantly be learning and constantly growing individually um, together and in our businesses. So, Amen. Tell us about your journey up to this point. Well, um, me and Richie, we met via Facebook <laughs> again, because, you know, we had my brothers and all of them, they all kind of in the same group, group of friends and things like that. Um, so we reconnected there and, um, you know, I just saw, he saw in me like a strong woman, which at first might have kind of uh, he was a little scared. And then I saw someone that was ready to just go. Like he, he wanted to be successful. He wanted to push forward. He wanted to do more than he was already doing. And, um, you know, our love story went from there, but also our partnership and all the things that we do just grew from there. We're just always on the same page. It's some, it's, it's been so beautiful. It's been, it's been, it's crazy. It's been so easy with me and him. Um, and so I feel so blessed for that. I feel so blessed for that. But we work really hard at it. We're very intentional in discussing things and how we work. Like our businesses, we usually have different parts. And then we come together. So we brainstorm together. Um, we have brainstorming times where we're writing and we're talking and we're just having this, these moments. And then it's like, okay, you're going to tackle this. I'm going to tackle this. We're going to come back to this. And then we're kind of just off on our own what we have to do, and then we back and we group. Now, did now, two of you already have separate businesses before you met, and when you came together, you just merged them? Yes, kind of. So I had some real estate. He already had his promotion business um, and, you know, all those graphics business. graphics business. And so for me, I took him to the next, you know, hope took him to the next level with his graphics and we needed a business plan and actually flushed out the promotions and made it full. Um, I was in the consulting field. So right when I got out of college, I, um, I went into consulting. So I helped international businesses grow um, in the United States. And so um, I worked with the company then and then I started my own company and I was doing that. And then I got pregnant after we were married and everything. And I had to reevaluate, was I going to keep putting 80 hours a week into something or what kind of mother I wanted to be and what did that look like for our family? And that was where um, really we started to connect um, all of our, what we should do as a family. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you run down the list of business industries you all uh, operate in in different spaces? Spaces. So there's the, the music, the DJing, the promotions, things like that. There's real estate. Um, there's uh, Amazon and some print-on-demand type of businesses. Um, and we have a couple 
like different other things that generate like passive income that we don't have to really be uh, on it all the time. So um, yeah, we have like a couple, like two or three that generate that. Yeah. Specifically. So we're pretty busy. <laughs> that was, that was, that was my, that was my question. Next question. Like, how do you balance all of that and a family? Um, you know, we're really intentional with our daughter. We spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with her, but we kind of sometimes break that up. Like he'll do daddy-daughter dates and I'll do mommy dates and me and her would do crafting and baking and him and her will go outside. And then we have stuff we do together, but because we, we get to work from home for all these business, I mean, we're an entrepreneur. It allows us to say, okay, Hey, let's just go do lunch. Hey, let's, yeah, just, let's just take off today and just go hang out as a family. You know, we could do that. Yeah. And, and, then, uh, and she yeah. helps us too with our businesses. She's very um, into marketing and she's seven and she's, yeah. Yeah. She has her own. She ha wants her own line. We're working on our own print on demand line with her. Um, <laughs> yes. She's fashion. She's total fashionista. Um and you know she is an interesting little person so yeah like sabrina <laughs> <laughs> hey i love it richie don't give you a whole lot but when he no. knows it yeah <laughs> like I, i'm watching richie he just sits there he doesn't flinch he doesn't laugh much every <laughs> but you know he's locked in and listening <laughs> yeah absolutely That's i awesome. think it's it's so it's so amazing that you all have made your business a family business right you you're as i'm listening to you i'm thinking to myself man that's a whole new way to describe the term family business your, your seven-year-old is involved uh the the thought that two questions come to mind is she on the payroll do we pay her like an employee i mean that's what we're talking we have a meeting with our tax guy you know because there's supposedly like a way you know to help her build her her, her little life. empire. Yeah. You know, there's certain yeah. things you can do at certain ages. So we are, you know, talking to a guy about that, um, on what to do with her. But, you know, she'll come in. Like, when we first started, we, you know, we had to do all of the work, all the gritty work. You know, now we've hired out things and, you know, put our all of our places. Everybody's doing stuff. So we're a little bit more, um, we're in a, in a point now, a great point where we get to continue educating ourselves and we're not in the grind of building the business. Like we're now get to flourish from the business and, and add more, build a vertical market um, for that. There's an amazing thing that you're missing. And that is that we are together 24 seven and not killing each other. Yeah. 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 So that is the most amazing thing that you could have in a business is that we don't have, we don't, we don't fight. Like we just fix things yeah, it's, as it's, they go. It's a look. If I'm mad, I just give him a look. And he knows, and that's it. There's no like. Yeah, yeah. We don't even have to go any further with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, you know, because I think early on we just communicated really well. Like, if something made me upset, I would explain the actual feeling. I was hurt. I was this. I was that. Disrespect. Whatever I felt, and then I would talk to him, and then he would understand. It wasn't like, oh, she always mad. You know, it was like, okay, this is what upset her. And so, and he's maybe the kind I of, shouldn't do that again. Yeah, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that he's like, you know, tell me right, once, tell me once, and I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, and we just worked different parts of our business. There was one part which was when we had in the first beginning, we had to do some of the shipping stuff. 
And, you know, from his military, he was in the military, in the Navy, and then on to um, music scene, he can't hear. And it's my actual tone that he can't hear. <laughs> Convenient, <laughs> conveniently. Yeah. <laughs> so we the guy wanted me to talk, and it's like my tone, he really can't hear. So it's been such a, so when we had to talk about shipping, because it's so intricate about numbers and this, where goes where, what goes what. I was like, man, that, that was the first thing we hired out. That became that a fight. The, yeah, that was the only thing that we really fought about. And that was the first thing I hired. I was like, man, you can't hear me when it comes to this stuff. So forget about it, you know? So I was going to tell you a little bit of my little personal journey. I, okay. okay. I grew up in New York and then moved to Miami when I was young. Um, didn't have the best friends in the world in Miami. Um, so, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I moved to, I mean, moved into doing the, going to the military, uh, went into the Navy for five and a half years, um, then came back to Orlando after I left the military, traveled like all over the world in the military, got to see Australia and Hong Kong and all these exotic places that you normally wouldn't get to see. Um, and that was fun. And then I came back to Orlando and, um, I was in, I was doing electronics in the Navy. So, um, and I didn't really like it, but when I came back to Orlando, I started getting jobs in that field. Um, and then it got to a point where I just really didn't like it. And, um, I got, I got laid off from a job. And from that point on, I was like, I think it's time to make some changes. And, uh, I, I was trying to figure out what I, what was I really going to do. So we started a DJ, uh, like it's called a sound system, mm-hmm. basically, and um, it grew into this really, really big thing, worldwide, basically. That all of our DJs were known for creating mixtapes and um, really good at bringing energy to the dance floor and. Mm-hmm. Um, like knowing how to read a crowd, we were, we were, we were just known for this. So, um, I started doing the graphics for our sound, um, doing our mixtape covers, doing our flyers. We would throw events as a sound and, um, you know, doing the flyers and getting all the marketing materials. So that grew into a graphics business, um, that I actually started doing flyers for other people, um, and was, was doing really well at it. Um, you know, it was, it was getting, um, I had many clients all over the world being a DJ. I knew a lot of people. So I would just use that as my in to do graphics for them. Um, so at that point, um, is where I met my beautiful wife, Sabrina. Um, and, um, she took me to the next level with this. Um, we went the graphic, she bought one thing I would say, she bought me my first MacBook pro, which from where I was, I, I really couldn't afford it. I wasn't at that point yet. So um, she invested in me at the beginning. And it was like, from that point on, I knew that this was it. You know, this was the time. So um, I, uh, I went from the uh, graphics business, basically, to, and my, my DJ business went into promotions. Um, I, I linked up with a, a group of... It, East Indian promoters um, and started doing East and West Indian parties. We're mixing um, the East Indians and the West Indians together. Mm. 
which which normally that doesn't happen, um, but we were able to do it in two different rooms, just because the music is different. The music is different. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that it's not that it's like culturally or they don't want to get along or anything. It's just literally because the music was different and mm. to keep it's it, almost keep like happy in our Roxy yeah, but, days, like pop and rap, like they yeah. were like two opposite ends of yes. directions. Whereas reggae and rap blends very well. But uh, yes, exactly. Doesn't go as hard as, as it could. Correct. So um, after that, we, I grew as an individual with them and we started throwing huge events. We did some in the Hard Rock Live. Uh, we did some in Firestone. If you remember Firestone, we yeah. um, <laughs> have a nice day cafe. We did um, a bongos, all these places. So after we did that, um, I grew into doing my own promotion company and, and Sabrina helped me with the starting this exclusive well i started it but she helped me grow um we we based this all on customer service basically making sure people had a good time at all costs it didn't matter if you come and tell me you didn't have a good time we will give you your money back it isn't wow. it isn't about the 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 money it's about an experience so we grew this business because it was an experience it was you come and you get taken care of, you know that you have, somebody has your back when you're in the venue, you know, if you have an issue or whatever, whatever. So um, that grew into something huge, which we're celebrating our 10th year this year. And we've thrown huge events, like thousands of people in, in mm. attendance. So um, that's, that was another stream of our business added to the graphics that I was telling you about. And then, um, then Amazon came along. Oh, yeah, and we got the real estate. Oh, and real, oh yeah, yeah we did a couple flips in between there. So we would buy rentals, um, like we buy in a low. So when the market crashed, we'd buy. We rent through the high, sell on the high. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of yeah. what we did. Like mm-hmm. one of our first together, because we had he had a house and then I had a, a rental house. And so, um, but one of the first ones, it was a $25,000 shack in Winter Garden. Um, you know, that this guy rented out for like 500 a month. He was happy there. Um, and you know, literally in a couple of years, we made that money back and then we ended up selling it for the appraised value at the rate, the, the higher appraised value now being two years of, um, in advance. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm just curious, did you always have your eye on real estate or did someone introduce you to that? Um, I always, I personally always had my eye on that. So my first house was with my dad. Um, I went to my dad, I said, dad, we need to get into real estate. He's like, okay. Um, you know, I had to do all the research. I had to come with him with the plan. I had to bring the houses. I had to do everything. I was, I even had to learn to tile and grout and everything. Um, you know, he, we hired somebody to do it, but my dad was like, you need to learn this stuff too. So, um, all of that. And, um, you know, after that, my dad, you know, did one with each of my brothers and, you know, it was, it was great for my whole family, um, to give us like a head up on that. So, um, it's been really great for us to turn that money to sell, to buy back. They've done flips, um, that I'll put a investment into, um, with them, um, different things like that. But yeah, I think, you know, I like, I like business, but I like to, uh, you know, real estate is something that is one of the greatest ways for you to grow financially. 
I feel. It gives you a platform. You can borrow against a house uh, or you could um, sell it and make money. You could rent it. You know, there's all kinds of ways to make money uh, with real estate. So it was just just something I wanted to always have. I always wanted to have other things going. Yeah. Yeah. So just as a question, and, and I'm not looking for specific about mm -hmm. how many different streams of income do you guys have? Um, one, two, three, probably like, probably like seven, six, yeah. seven, yeah. probably yeah, around there. I would think, I mean, yeah. just, just, a, just, a, just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is the plan and, and we want to jump in a few more, but I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, 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 to yeah. More. And how do you how do you balance all of that? Because at some point you get spread thin, you know, right? They say mm -hmm. there's only so much of you. So at yeah. what point will you know you've reached your limit? I think it's about how we build the businesses. A lot of times, like you know, when you're in the building part, you can't add another one right then. You gotta build, you gotta build solidify, and build and let it go and, and let, let it know, fly. And then, and then you gotta let go of some control. You gotta hire it. You gotta hire out. You know, you gotta do different things. And like some of our business are just running. Mm. We're not doing too much work for it at this point. And they're running and generating income. And that's why I'm like, oh, you know, like, oh, you have time? I'm like, yeah, I have a little bit of time. So I'm gonna learn something else. So I can do, I wanna do this now. You know, I wanna understand this. So for me, my next, my next, thing I'm learning is um, I want to understand the social media marketing a bit more. I really want to get into the deep dive of it because I feel like I could utilize that for so many businesses. I can utilize that for any of our companies um, and anything else I really want to do in the future. So I think that is where I want to, I want to master something that could transform into any kind of business. I could teach on it. I could use it for my print on demand. I can use it for Amazon. I can use it for um, anything. The ability to get it to people, understand um, how that really inner workings work. So that's that's my next delve deep dive. Mm -hmm. uh, the, one of the most important things is make, making sure you you hire out someone that can do work that isn't bogging you down, that you can be creative and you can uh, go find more business. You can op uh, start another business. But if you have these, I'm not going to say it's things that, you know, that you don't want, like you, you don't want to do, but you, you just have somebody else do it because it's something that just takes out too much time of, of, out of your day. Yeah. I heard it best on another podcast. Isn't worth it. It's worth your time. Sorry to cut you off, Reggie. Go ahead. I heard it off. No on another. Can you hear me? Yeah, I heard it mm -hmm. on another um, podcast. Is like Jeff Bezos is over Amazon, but J Jeff Bezos ain't shipping mm -hmm. you the package when you order. Jeff Bezos ain't right. no. stuff on yes. the internet for the thing. So you yes. want to turn it into where you're in a position as a business owner. You want to turn it to where you're in a position as you're finding ways to create more revenue as opposed to you're on the ground yes. doing the end tasks mm -hmm. and doing all the, yeah. the yes. tasks from place to place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, 100% <laughs> yeah. because there's a lot. There's a lot that you're solidifying in our brains that I think we've been thinking about and hearing somebody else that's doing it. Um, really helps us out. Like Sabrina, you mentioned this to me in a in a message about the drop shipping. 
and mm-hmm. I or the print on demand. And I have an idea of yeah. why I didn't go that route. But can you is uh, I mean, can you explain that process or what that yeah. is? Exactly yeah, we can possible? explain that. Yeah. Okay. So so print on demand. Um, there's just so many outlets out there. Um, if you look. But print-on-demand is an opportunity to be the creative. So you create what will be on the shirt, but you don't touch it. You don't mail it. You don't do anything. All you do is create the design and upload it and then market it. And other people buy it. And, and or, or you put it on Amazon. You just you collect a royalty. Or that makes you put it on so Facebook. much sense now because Richie does graphic design. You don't have design. to keep inventory. That yeah. too. Yes. And it takes you out. That, but yeah. but the, the underlining of it, Richie does graphics, you do marketing. Yeah, yeah that's so why it came together. It just made sense yeah. that way. And um, yeah. Yeah. that it, it just, and it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's passive. You do one time, yeah. you do the work, and you move. Um, and not only are we doing shirts, but we're doing DJ shirts that are going to yes. tie into our DJ business. Yes. Um, so and it kind like of building a vertical, a vertical market, market, basically. Right? Gotcha. You have an audience. You don't. Gotcha. Yeah, you already have an audience. I already have an audience of you know thousands of people that follow me. Why not use it to? Gotcha. Do something with it. You gotcha. know. Putting the things together, and I may I go back here. A lot of life, and you guys are doing it beautifully. Is looking at this, you have this hundred piece puzzle, and it's just about putting the pieces together. Yeah. And so many people spend too much time just looking at the pieces and like, well, what am I gonna do with this piece? What am I gonna do with this piece? You know, if you know, and you got to be okay with the pieces not fitting sometimes, sometimes and just letting it yes. just go. And you know, put it off to the side and go to another yeah, piece, yeah, and then get another piece and you try know? and fit another piece with that because yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, there's nothing yeah. really you can do to stop you can't that. Be afraid of of failure. Yes. I, mean, I think fear fear is just the number one thing <laughs> that <laughs> you know that affect people that uh, that don't allow them to um, to really reach their dreams. It's just the fear. If it, I, I stopped working 24 years ago, and if I didn't take that jump 24 years ago, where would I be right now? Right. Yeah. You know? So right. Uh, my, my, my story started then, and if I would have went in another way, I would have had a whole different story. And where would I have been now? I don't know, you know, but it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's, a, it's truly a blessing. It's, it's not, uh, nothing more, more I can say than that, you know? Man, y'all have given just so many nuggets in that. Like, I want to, I want to go back and just at least call out one of the things that stood out to me, Richie. Build a solid foundation first. Yes, you and Sabrina talked about that, right? Because that's yes. how you build that vertical. You can't go up if you if the ground and the foundation is weak. That's every. I structure. always tell people that you always have to have that solid base, and and once you build that solid base, you can make so many things off of that base. It's just. It's it's never ending because you could uh, you know you double the base then you then you double it again and you you know like so it it'll turn into this huge mega thing that you never thought would happen and yeah. and you know our DJ business was like that our our event business was like that we never thought it would get to that level I, I we we thought we would be successful at it but at that level it was like wow we we really did something great here. And, and a lot of people have have had great times at our events, which has made their life happy. Right. You know, which which is another g- great way to look at this. And that's the only reason I even do this, because there's a lot of headaches with doing parties. But I look at the back end of it, of, of helping people release some tension and some stress at an event. Yep. And yep. that's what it was all about. It wasn't about anything else. 
And if you look back, you said we started with the experience. The whole reason we did this was all about providing a certain experience. It wasn't about yes. the money. And all no. too often, people are like, they 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 have a business idea, they get involved yeah. with a business venture, and they're like, oh my God, we're going to make so much money off of this, and they're focused on the money. Yeah. And then it yes. ends up flopping. Yep. Yes, but see, the thing is, is I went through so many trials and tribulations with the West Indian, I mean, the East Indian guys when I was doing it. They kind of just made my mistakes go away. And when I started my own thing, it was like I knew everything about it inside and out. And how, to, how to get into people's minds. You just give them a feeling of this is, this is somewhere I want to go. I, I want to see what this is about. Yeah. That was what it was about. What it's about. Like yeah. that marketing that, you know, between me and her putting together her mind and my mind and me putting it on a, on a flyer, it translated into people saying, I want to be there. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, I think that the number one lesson is just to, to take it step by step. You're not going to be rich right away. You got to remember that. Mm -hmm. So that fear, I think for a lot of people lasts that whole time. Mm. that they're not making it right mm -hmm. and so it just gets it eats at them and it gets worse and worse and worse and so for me like when I was some of these businesses that you know I put our family in and we were working hard I mean we've been working hard and I'm like okay God you know am I leading us down the right direction mm -hmm. am I is this is this right and I would just give it to God give it to God you know he he is always led me and provided for me and I have always I had to just there's my fear that's what I kept, I kept doing I kept giving that to God and kept pushing through so you walked away from working in the corporate space 80 hours a week mm -hmm. are you now working 80 hours a week <laughs> I mean I think kind of sometimes Sometimes, not all the time. But it's our own 80 hours. You right. know, we could it pick it at any point at any time. So yeah, yeah we yeah. could work 12 hours in one day, but then we could take the next three days off. So yeah. it's a give and take. Um, yeah. So and we, at this point we're in, we've built a lot of systems into a lot of our businesses. So yeah. it's not- It's not as hard. It's not as hard. So, and then they're like, you got all that going on and you want to do something else. And I think, I mean, once you're, once you're in it all the time, when you have idle time, you're like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going to learn something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm bored. Okay. Let's go take a class. Yep. You know, I'm bored. Let me go down some rabbit trail. Let me figure this thing out. Another like, thing I've learned is every, every opportunity is really not a good opportunity. There's not, there's, nope. there's such things as bad opportunities. So yes. you got to understand which ones to choose because you could end up choosing one that's taking too much of your time, which is drawing out of your other businesses. So you kind of have to have that really good balance of, is this a good opportunity versus us just not doing it? Is this a good opportunity for me? Yes. yes. That might time. work very well for you at yes. this oh, perfectly at this time. Yeah. Is this a good business opportunity for me at this time? Because although that we probably have about we probably have about 10 business opportunities in our minds right now that yeah. we can't do. Yeah. Because yeah. we just don't have the time. And, and people yeah. ask me, like, I tell them some of these ideas and they're like, wow. This is an amazing idea, but I'm like, yeah, but I just don't have time to dedicate it to it. Yeah, I, I struggle with that. I have, a, as you say, 10. And my problem is I'm trying to do all of them at once yes, as opposed <laughs> to breaking them out and, 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 and doubling down on one, getting that, mm -hmm. like you said, as strong as you possibly can, the foundation of that and then move it. But it's like, is it possibly the fear of missing out 
And like, yes, if I don't definitely. do it right now, somebody else is yeah, going to get it. Somebody's like, going to do it. How do you balance that? You just got to trust in your path. That's all I can say. You just mm. got to trust that. You have to trust that this is where I want to go. Like this, mm-hmm. if you make a decision, you have to stand by it. That's it. Yeah. So you're going to have to make it work. Basically, if it didn't turn out as good as you want, make it work. Yeah. Figure out how you're going to make it work. What's your advice for flushing out what is a good opportunity versus not a good opportunity? I'm sure you you all have looked at several and you've said, nah, not that one because of these elements. What's your advice to someone to help them flush out what's good and what's I, not? I think for me, it's um, how I feel how I feel about doing that work. Yes. Do, is it feel like work? Yeah. You know, a lot of things that were that have really blown up for us doesn't feel like work. We love it. Um, I, you know, and I we actually love what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like, I don't think and I, 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 that's a big thing. You really have to love what you're doing. And, and when you love what you're doing, you're going to put your all into it. But do you love it before you get into it? Or is that uncovered after you get into it? I think if you I mean, when you're researching and you're understanding the work that has to go into building this. Does that work? Does it fit? Does it fit you? you. It does not only fit you, but your family, your lifestyle, um, everything. So if you're trying to do this and, and it doesn't fit this, it doesn't it, fit all it, these other boxes. It's not going to work. You got you got to have to you have to say, okay, it fits four out of six boxes, but is that worth it? Is those two really hard the boxes? Two really, overcome, yeah, you yeah. know, and so you really have to just it's it's a lot about understanding what you have to do and then. Will you do that? It comes down to understanding yourself too. Yeah. You know, understand what you truly want, not what the people are telling you you should have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, when you grow in your business, you grow, you inevitably grow in yourself personally. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in that exponential growth of yourself that you, your business grows because of that. You know, it's because it's you, it's you running the business. It's you doing these things. So as, as you become more aware of yourself and on your understanding and what you want to do, um, and you let go of that fear, you're able to really, really accomplish some amazing things. Like who yeah. I didn't think, I didn't know I was going to be here. I always thought I was going to be corporate. That's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, which most of us do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, it was, I was good at it right out of college. I was, you know, dealing with multi-million dollar companies. I was consulting. It was, it was fabulous. And, you know, then I was like, I might be a, get married, be a mother, me, <laughs> you know? Um, and yeah, so it's been such a amazing journey. You know, so there's times you lose yourself and then find yourself and, you know, all the growth in between that. It's, um, it's pretty amazing. Life is pretty amazing. You really can't just have college nowadays either. You have to have some kind of trade behind it too. Like you, yeah. you could have, I mean, you, you know, college is not a bad thing at all, right. but you have to have some kind of backing on yourself, some kind of trade, some kind of, some kind of multiple stream of income because you're not going to survive in this world the way it is right now. Right. You know, so um, that's one of the things I would tell you people to just make sure you are having some kind of other way to make money because it's something to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. A, a business is the best stimulus check you can ever have. Yes, yes. for sure. It sure right. is. Continuously. <laughs> Continuously. Right. You don't have to wait <laughs> on somebody else. They say yeah. you either work hard on your own dreams or you'll work hard on somebody else. Somebody else's hundred percent. Yes. And that's the, that's the whole point. I, I, here's a question that I'm curious about because you created this space this space of success 
and, and entrepreneurship and business, do you all ever take a moment to sit back and reflect on all you've accomplished? Because it's, you've accomplished a lot just listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, every night, every night I do. Wow. Yeah. Every morning I wake up, I do. Cause it, it's just, it's that much of a blessing. You have to give back and thank the higher being for giving you this. You really do. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I think we talk <clears throat> about it a lot, just about our journey, about where we want to go about, um, you know, just all the different parts, the gratitude, that you have to have for for God, for each other, for, I mean, I think reflection is important in your growth process. Mm -hmm. So- um, Helping the right people. Yes, helping people. I mean, we, we have over five or six people that we are training going on these journeys and like they're all, all doing, doing successful, well. all being well. I am so happy for them. They're in the, you know, in the first part of this hard work. I'm like, okay, you guys don't get there. And, you know, um, but you should see them just blossoming. Yeah, like their we, companies. It's and, like a WhatsApp group that we just kind of give them motivation and they, they get through their little humps that they have in life, yeah. you know? So if everybody had this little motivation in them, they would all get there. Yeah. It's just, they need somebody to believe in them. And a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. And, and, you know, those little uh, days that you're not feeling good and you don't really want to do it. And we're like, you know, if you don't do this, you're not going to get this result. Yep. Um, so they kind of like, okay, I got to break through this. I got to do this or, or I'm not going to get the results I want. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a lot of truth in, the circles and the company you keep, you know, we heard those lessons yeah. kids growing up, right? Our parents oh, yeah. mm -hmm. be conscious of who you're hanging out with. Right. You know, oh, you realize it as an adult, you know, most of us do, but there is, we are more social beings than, than we understand whether we're introvert or extrovert, you know, survival depends on the circle you, you keep the circle that you're in your circle yes. protects you. They help yes. you get stronger. They, they, yeah. they make sure that you're okay within the group. What yeah. you have to do as an individual, and you all have touched on this, is mentally be aware of what's good and bad thoughts. Like not thinking about status, not thinking about mm -hmm. materialistic things, yes. but understanding who you are and what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. How you can use those passions to contribute to the success of the group. Yes. yes, that's exactly it. And I think, you know, a lot of people are having a hard time trying to find their group. Like they're stuck. They're stuck with these friends, friends, yep. quote unquote. Um, and I think, you know, what's great, there's so many platforms out there. There's Facebook groups. Facebook groups is amazing. I'm in over 200. I'm in ones on good marriage. I'm in ones on Amazon. I'm one on t-shirts. I'm in one on real estate. I'm one on retire wealthy. I'm one on best credit cards to have. These so things give you those nuggets that you're looking for in the life. I'm telling you, you, you don't understand. It's so amazing. Yeah, my newsfeed is not it's yeah it's all all, of, all groups basically now madness. because it's like the group actually groups in your facebook have a news feed you can just yeah. look at groups yeah. only yeah so just, a lot of times that's yeah. what i scroll through so every time i'm reading something i'm reading something on something that i want to learn and that is feeding my positivity i'm in a lot of positive groups I'm in a lot of happiness groups just all kinds of this everything everything it's an amazing place to to find your tribe Interesting. I actually created another Facebook just for groups. So you mean to tell me I could have just did that in my regular one? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. sure. You have a whole news <laughs> before it. You just swipe to the, I think it's swipe to, to the, the right. left, right? Or left. Or the yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Either one left. of those ways. Yeah. And then you see all your groups. That's, that's just actually your next icon. It's your next yeah. icon. Whatever. Yeah. This is it's to the right then. Yeah. It's to the right. Yeah. yeah. I totally didn't know that. Oops. <laughs> you can you can delete the other one. Well, no, you know what? I actually like having a different space simply because, um, and this is gonna sound crazy, but um, self control. Like if yeah. I'm there, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Another yeah, yeah. space that I have to go to. It, it, it's kind of like, like if I ever, I don't know if I told you. At one point in time, I owned a studio out here. Oh wow! Oh, nice. Yeah, and I. I had a room where I would track the music and actually write the music. And I had a room where I would actually mix the music. Not only did the other room sound better, but that, that transfer in space helped my brain work. So uh, moving, sense, moving to that other place, just like when I'm at home, there's just certain work that I cannot do at the house. If I'm writing, I have to go that makes sense. to Panera Bread or Starbucks or somewhere like that. So <laughs> I, have to have, I have to have some kind of noise on. Yeah, like I have to, I have to have like football on, and I'm in like total silence, I like can CNN or something like yeah. loud. Yeah, that's and well, like, that's how I am when I'm working in general. Like just something yeah. in the background, some kind of noise, yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm similar. Me, similar. I'm pure silence. I can literally <laughs> be in the room all day in silence and like, love it. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, you so know? is my wife. She like, yeah, she can't do nothing if because if I'm in like she's working, I have to leave because I'm yeah. naturally <laughs> loud. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it, it depends on the job if some stuff i need like if i gotta write i need quiet but some stuff i like background noise i'll put on a podcast or some music something that that gives rhythm right and i feed off of the beats per minute you know like you talked about yeah. Ricky with dj and it's something about those beats per minute that control your tempo so if i know yeah. i gotta get work done i take those beats up but if i need to relax i take those beats down there you go yeah let me you gotta know have that you gotta have that relaxed time too because you gotta mentally like just clear everything out and and just refresh yeah it, it, and it's hard as an entrepreneur you know my wife and i we we started uh we started our business we she has uh, her own business venture and then we started one together and we are constantly go 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 and i i get off of one job and i say oh time to go clock in for the other right and mm -hmm. it helps it's kind of like what shane you were talking about that transfer of space yeah. helps you to you know reposition your mind and your thought process and i can go for another x amount of hours in that um, and my wife and I, we do have to catch ourselves and say, Hey, all right, we need to take a break. It's time yeah. to pause for a second. You know? Yeah. I think I, I thrive in manic in a, in a little bit of a sense where, you know, I'm answering for this business and I'm telling him, okay, this business, I conference calling this business, helping her with the homeschool. I'm all, and I think. Don't seem that way to me, but. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm tired by the end of it. <laughs> But like, I think I, um, you know, I'm always touching on different things all the time um, for me. And I think it just helps me, okay, this one's a little boring at the moment. Let me, you know, for, I guess I'm a little out there with that. Kind no, of that, that that's the same thing here. Like, I don't think I would enjoy my job if I wasn't the band director and the basketball coach. Yeah. Like right. I, I yes. wouldn't, I would feel like I'm, I'm not doing enough or I, I just need some, <laughs> something going on. So, you know. Yeah. Totally get it. Here's, here's a question that I would love for you all to share. As you think back to the different business decisions that you've made, 
Is there one that stands out to you that was the most impactful, the one that was the game changer for you all? Um, I think it's 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 like it was impactful in that time in in life, but um, I would say what we're doing now is probably the most impactful in my life ever. But um, before it would be like when we started the the uh, promotion business. Um, just to see, just to see the progression on how it went, and the progression on how we built fans and and how they followed us and was loved what we did. That was that was one of my one of things that I loved that, that happened in our. In I our think thing, for so. me, um, one of the businesses I had to put the most faith in and work the hardest for was probably the most impactful. So. Um, you know, in the space of, 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 of products and wholesaling and, and buying and selling and things like that. Um, a lot of our businesses came naturally. It's who we are. Mm. And then, and this did, but I had to work really hard for it. And I think that uh, I had to put a lot of fear aside. I had to put, I had to grow. I had to learn. I had to deep dive and just, and just go. You know, at some point you got to research, but then you just got to go. And I think that's mm-hmm. an- another problem. People just say, stay in the space of researching, researching and learning the and they are fixing and perfecting or <laughs> all these things, all your systems. Let's get all the systems in place before I start. Well, I mean, I understand that, you know, I understand wanting to do that, but at the same time, there's a, there's a point where you just have to go and you have to dive, you have to jump. Um, and I think, um, for me, it's the things that I've had to work the hardest for, and it took a you know a longer time to see um, the rewards of that have been the most impactful on my growth. So the flip side of that, do you have a business decision that that you would consider a do over? You wish you could go back and do that one over. Hmm. I I've, I see businesses that we tried to do that in the moment we loved, but like. I don't know if I want to do, like, I didn't, I didn't really love it. I thought I loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I think there was a couple miscues I did in like event planning that I was thinking way bigger than I, than the people really thought that like they took. So I was like, all right, I think this went over their head basically. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that happened once or twice where I just had a missed call, yeah. but it's going to happen. I mean, you, you just got to just take it in stride and just go, but you know, those missed calls didn't really cost us a lot for our business, but you know, you just have to kind of really, really be looking at what you do yeah. and, and base it on your, your audience and not on what you think it should be Base it on what your your demographics and, and, and audience wants, not what you want. Yeah. Or not what your friends want. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. It's because, because I know a lot of people, they will base their business decisions on their circle, which is that really is not going to help because you're only promoting to your circle, you know, like you have to go outside and do your, your demographics of who you're trying to, to be uh, successful with. Yeah. Your, your target audience, you know, that's a, that's a yeah. marketing 
um, thing that they tell you to start with. You have to know your target audience. Like yeah. you have to make them a person and you have to get to know them. I, uh, late earlier this week, I had a conversation with a guy who he saw, we opened our store and he started asking me questions about, Hey, you know what you're doing. I see it. I like it. But he said, I asked him, I said, well, who are you going after? Cause he showed me his brand and whatnot. And he couldn't describe it to me which told me, okay, so you don't know your target audience. Like all your decisions have to be geared towards that target audience. And you got to build an avatar and make that person as if they are a human being that you know, and could pick up the phone and call because that'll help you in your spirit of trying to create for them to serve them. You Mm -hmm. can't just serve some inanimate object. That's just not how this works. You know? So like you mentioned, Richie, that's important. Shane, I don't have any more questions. Do you have? None that are organized. Yeah. You never organized. Yeah, you guys always feel free to, to contact us. I mean, me and Richie, we love We're to... open books, so if you need any help or whatever, you know, we're here. Yeah, we love to yeah. help people. We love to, to just have conversations that bring things to the surface for us and for other people. And um, we really created this space for ourselves. And it's it, it was a journey, too, because we lost... Like you lose friends. Yeah, or- it's, it's the hardest thing to lose these friends that you had for a while. Yeah. And then, um, and it's not that, um, you know, we just have to grow and, and, mm-hmm. and not everybody's going to grow in, in, in the same, um, like in the same realm as you're going to grow. At the same know? rate and in the same At direction. The same rate, yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, it's just the way life is. Yeah. You're going to grow at a, at a higher scale than somebody else is going to grow. And it's or in a different way or, and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, I'm not going to feel any ill will if somebody grows higher than me and, and, you know, it's just their growth process and they're, they're an individual on their own. And, and we have to, we have to learn to take that yeah, and yeah. just be okay with it. Yep. Yeah. There was a lot of a personal journey that went through that. Um, like, and what you surround yourselves by, I mean, your parents are always right. Tell yeah. me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are, well, you, whatever they say. You are, yes, yes, yes. Oh, was, my gosh. That day you realize that your parents are right is the worst day in your life. Oh, my oh God. Like, like, as soon as we had Bella, I'm like, oh, my God. Everything my parents said is right. Yep, yep. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. I, <laughs> I feel so stupid. Right. Every When we, had, when, when we got kids, it was immediately I, I found myself saying all of the same things that my my parents used to say to me when my yes. mom, you think money grows on trees and it was like that <laughs> <Yeah>. moment <laughs> who said that who said that <laughs> I told myself I would never say that yeah. what what part of your personalities do you see in your little girl it's oh. all Sabrina all Sabrina, it's all Sabrina. <laughs> type A she's got to like make her decisions in the morning she wakes up daddy what are we doing today like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. This is what I hear from Sabrina when she wakes up too. So mm. all day is just planning, planning, planning. And so you have Everything no choice but to plan. No, I just, <laughs> I just, I just do what they tell me to do. I ah, smart guy. <laughs> smart yeah. guy. But yeah, I was, and I was going to say this earlier, but I didn't have an opportunity. It's like starting a family business and, and getting the young ones involved in the business is almost like the new cheat code. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us, like back in the... 60s and 70s and maybe even the 80s for a lot of people of West Indian descent that came over here, the cheat code was coming over, getting a job, 
get in a multiple family house. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. living under the house. And then bring everybody there, over from the Caribbean. Bring everybody in from the crib. <laughs> and then you yeah. branch out right there. So now while you're living under yeah. that roof, you're saving, you're learning what they're mm-hmm. doing, and then you build out. But now getting our, our babies involved in, in these businesses is is like the cheat code. Like yes, it's just it's it just, is. just the way. Like I had a conversation with my um sister this morning and I and I flat out told her, I said, listen, if anything ever happens to me or my wife, both of us. You're responsible for my boy. You're, he's gonna be I. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna have yeah, yeah. things in place where his his financials will be straight. He'll be taken care of. But you just make sure whether you got to go to him, he got to go to you that he's taken care of. And and yeah. that's the cheat code that our community is missing. Solely is just about that 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 family wealth and that family building and keeping the family together yeah. and teaching the our generational babies. wealth is generational is wealth. Is key. Yeah. And, and school ain't enough. School is mm-hmm. not no, enough. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. And I don't you know, think it ever was. And we have to stop thinking it is. Yes. Yeah. Like, really, yes. just stop thinking. Yes. Like, when you go into cl- school, think of it as, as a step to get where you want to get. get and there's going to be other steps. Yes. yes. So you can't just rely on that anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, you know, T- Bella's around it all the time. So you'll hear her say stuff like, yeah, she'll, like make wow. a, she'll make a movie, um, like we're doing movie night. So she has to do this whole thing. There's this whole setup and she has to do like a page where you walk in so you see the door and- It says, welcome and, to Bel- Bella's theater and then on our door. <laughs> she has to tell him what to design. She's like, okay, I want a picture of a movie theater and then I want me there and then I want, and he has to design the flyer. <laughs> for, for her to put on our door. Because we're having a movie night at home, <coughs> you know? That's so dope. Love it. So, so you work for Bella, is what we're we're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, the fact that you are just saying, "Hey, listen, the women run this thing. I'm good, and I'm okay with that." You I know, just, when you're okay with yourself, you just know. I, I am not an egotistical guy anymore, Amen so I that, know, brother. I know what really runs this machine. Yeah, yeah, yep. and I'm not putting anything in front of that machine. Let that machine run. Yeah. And we just gonna just keep running. Yeah. If, if it's if it's gonna run smooth, then why mess with it? Stronger together, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred. But a lot, you know, a lot of a lot of men have to realize that the women take a big role in their. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Like a huge role, and you gotta stop thinking that it's you. Yeah. You yep. know you it's have to, it, No, it's not. At the end of the day, it's not. I mean. Yeah. It's the real truth, but you know, until you get to that realization, it's kind of like you feel uh, you feel in this. You don't you don't get the true thing out of out of the world. Yeah. You're not understanding how it's supposed to be. Sabrina and Richie, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have given us nuggets. So I, I found this quote and I don't know why this one resonated with me, but I think after having had this conversation with the both of you, I think it fit. The quote says, We live in a world where we're drowning in information, but starving for wisdom. We live in a world yeah. Yeah. That's deep. drowning in information, mm-hmm. starving for business. Yeah. And, you know, just hearing you two talk about your life's journey and experience, I think it, it for our audience, if you didn't pick up on some gems, if you didn't uh, catch all of that information that's floating out there, you, you are the people that this quote is talking about. You're starving for wisdom. All you got to do is slow down, just pay attention, and then be willing to work hard and deep dive into what you want to do but start with your passion first. So 
Again, we thank you all for joining us as always. Purpose Addicts, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, share the show. Uh, Give us some feedback. Again, if it's negative feedback, keep it to yourself. We really don't care. As always, (laughs) live life on purpose. We out. I'm running for-